Hello and welcome to Bricks and Banner, the show with real talk from the custom LEGO community. I'm your host as always, Billy, and before we get started, I want to let you know that on our Instagram page, bricks underscore and underscore banter, there is a wrap-up post I put up after every episode that contains some images relating to the things we discussed, so if you're feeling a little lost, make sure to check that out. Additionally, if you enjoyed the episode, it would mean a lot if you took the time to repost or share this episode's wrap-up post on your Instagram that is currently the best way to support the pod and helps us get the word out there. With all that said, this week's guest is an exciting one. He has been in the community well over 10 years now. He's a frequent collaborator with Citizen Brick and has just recently started his own printing operation. That's right, this week's guest is Al from Minibigs. In this episode, we discussed his humble beginnings decaling, acquiring his own printer, and we even brainstormed some future products. So with no further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Al from Minibigs. And we're here with Mini Bigs. Al, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, Billy. All right. It's a real pleasure to have you on. I must say, thank you for being a supporter of the Patreon back when the Patreon was still up. I appreciate it. I'm glad that you enjoyed the podcast yourself, and I'm just glad oh, to yeah. have you on now. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I, I always enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's really good. It's really fun to like listen to while I'm uh, doing Lego-type stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I'm glad. That was always the goal. Some people say they do it while they work out, and I'm like, all right, that's crazy. I mean, if, if Lego's really getting you amped, good for you. But <laughs> If I did work out, I might do that. But, you know. <laughs> right, right. Otherwise, I'd right. never listen to it, so that wouldn't work out. Right, right. Now, I mean, we might as well just jump right into it. Like I was just telling you, um, I took a little bit of a dive on your Flickr just before this, and it goes back deep. You're, you've been around a lot, a lot longer than I uh, first imagined. So how did you really first get started with the custom scene? Um, well, it was like 2008 or something. Um, we started selling toys on, uh, on Amazon. Okay. And we actually had a different name back then. We were called the Big Toy Hut. We had yes, like a little, yes, I know. I saw a little weird little logo with like a, it was like a hut with like eyes and stuff. It was pretty funny. But um, yeah, so we used to sell toys online and I always loved Lego, like from since I was like a little kid, you know, mm-hmm. like, way, like I'm pretty old. So it was like way old, like original castle stuff and like the original space themes and stuff. Totally. But um, so I was like really into Lego and uh, it was like when the Stormtrooper battle packs came out, mm-hmm. I think it was like mm-hmm. 2008 or somewhere around there and it had like the three white storm stormtroopers and the one black stormtrooper and i was like that'd be really sweet if i could like break these up and like sell them like individually some people don't want to buy a whole pack of like four or they just will want the 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 black version or something and so we started like buying these like lego battle packs and there was like the rebel pack where they had those big giant helmets and uh and they did like really well on Amazon selling them individually and stuff. So then I just started selling like it was like almost all Lego. I was like selling sets and guys and all all, all kinds of stuff. And uh, 
I think it was like 2008 or 2009 that the first Iron Man movie came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really liked like the Mark One, like uh, armor version. Yeah, yeah. What do you like mean? Like from the movies. Yep. Yeah, it was like all like rough and rugged and stuff. And I was like, that'd be really cool to be able to make this because this is before they had the Marvel license. And they yeah, were way like, before, way before. Yeah, I think they had maybe Batman around then, but they didn't have it any Marvel stuff. Yeah, it would have been just releasing if it was out. Yeah. So, uh, so I like looked into how I could make my own and stuff, and we started with uh, water slide decals. Mm. And uh, we made like an Iron Man, and we made like a Superman, and uh, you can see all of my old, very rough customs on Flickr, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah, it all started there. Some classic they, designs. <laughs> yeah, very simplistic, but it's it's a nice style in and of itself. Yeah, thanks. And uh, so we started selling them on um, on Amazon, and we actually like sold quite a few, and we learned about the. Uh, lego conventions and i went in 2009 and there was hardly any like uh figure customizers i remember there was like one or two people there who had which convention did you attend uh brick world chicago oh okay classic and uh i saw like a one i remember one i can't remember the guy's name unfortunately he was kind of like a big inspiration for me but he had like a board set up in like um the mock section and it was just like a board of all of his like custom guys and had like 30 figures on this board That's and really i just stood there for like 20 minutes looking at these things because he used water slide decals like i did you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah it was great and then and next year by 2010 i ended up pending at uh brick world chicago it was our very first time we did that and it went like really well and so we just kind of kept rolling with it, and uh, the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> was um, I know one of the original figures you had made was Mario. Were those? Um, I know if there was also CB printed them, but did you start doing those in decal first? Yeah, yeah, we did them in uh, water slide decals. Um, my friend uh, Myron is uh, he did all of our like original art from almost the beginning up until uh in fact he he did like anchorman he did our game of thrones figures he did the mario he did like almost everything that we did uh up until a few years ago he's actually did a couple of designs that we're going to print um pretty soon awesome awesome but uh i I forgot what the question was at this point oh no i was just just curious if the um the Mario figures were initially decaled before CB printed oh, them as well. Right. Yeah. So Myron drew those, uh, the Mario guys for us. There was actually Mario and Luigi. Yeah. And yeah. we made like uh, 25 of them or something. And uh, yeah, they sold crazy well at the show, but then like, we just kind of like moved on, you know? Mm-hmm. And then later on, uh, after we were working with Citizen Brick, they printed them up for us, just the Mario. And I think we did a uh, fire Mario, but uh, yeah. no Luigi. Did you do you still have many of those decaled figures yourself? Yeah, I have um I have most of them. The I know I don't have an original Mario and Luigi because wow. they like sold so well. I just kind of like sold them all then once it was it was already too late I realized I didn't have any left. Hmm. 
<clears throat> but uh, yeah, I have almost everything except those might be the only exceptions. I, I always find it funny. I know um, Joe expresses it a lot, just trying to backtrack and find pieces of his <laughs> like catalog <laughs> yeah. that he sold off. Yeah. It's like oh, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, actually, I don't have. I don't even have the Citizen Brick Mario. The only one I have is really? the fire, the fire Mario. Oh my gosh! And I thought I had everything, and at this point, it's probably too late because I think I don't know how many Joe made, probably two hundred mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, those so come if, around if, often. Yeah, so if you have one of those, uh, you're you're pretty lucky. Got something They're special. Pre- they were pretty low run. What I'm kind of surprised is um, from just going going around cons and being on Flickr with people like selling off their collections. I can't recall seeing many of your decaled figures, and now like looking back, I'd really love to own some of those. So that's going to be oh, yeah. a new new item to hunt for. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. Yeah, they they probably won't. They're probably like down in some bins somewhere, probably never to be seen again. But yeah, uh, there, I think a lot would probably be in the hands of just common folk if they ordered them <laughs> off Amazon, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, especially like some, most of the older stuff we only made like between 10 and 50. No. Oh, wow. Um, and like we did um, when the dark Knight came out, the one with uh, Heath Ledger and Joker in it, mm-hmm. um, we made this big box set and it had like, 14 figures in it or something it was crazy but we only made three sets of them it had like every character from the movie in it and they were all like decaled and really uh, sick. I, I didn't see a i saw a lot of um characters from that movie on your page but did you ever post the box set yeah there were we had three of them and we put them all on ebay That's and awesome. that was like I'll my that was like right one now. of my <laughs> that was like one of my there's only three of them though it was like my big first like hit that made me realize like, Oh, you could actually make some money doing this. Mm. And I remember like sitting there watching like the last hour of bidding and it got up to like $600 or something. No way. And my mind was like completely blown. That's a, that's actually really amazing. Yeah. It was wild. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta try and track down a photo of that set. I gotta see that. I think there is one. I think there's a photo on Flickr with all some, of them. Some old school spring breaker energy, just big box set. <laughs> going for crazy money that's awesome though yeah it was cool so moving past decaling um was the next step linking up with citizen brick to start collaborating um yeah it was pretty much it was like we were decaling and decaling for quite a few years and uh that's when like the uv printing started to Mm. like come out you know Mm -hmm. and uh they the first UV printed stuff I saw, I didn't really love, you know? Right. But there's the allure of not having to decal and overcoat like a bunch of figures, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> it was like a nightmare. I think I, my, my wife helped me a lot back in the day. And uh, without her, I probably wouldn't have gotten nearly as many done. Because it just is so time consuming. And then right. you'll have like a lot of rejects and mm-hmm. uh, it was nasty. Yeah. I don't, but I don't the, envy you. That's yeah. <laughs> it was really, I mean, back then it was fun, you know, because uh, I didn't know of any other way and there weren't other people weren't doing it in any other way, really. Mm-hmm. But um, so the UV printers were coming out and uh, we actually hired, I can't remember the dude's name. It was a guy in Australia who would do 
like UV printed figures. Mm-hmm. And he did some of our uh, Dark Knight Jokers for us in UV. So, um, and I got them back from Australia and I had like, he made like 200 for me or something. Did they turn like, out nice? They, no. I mean, they were, <laughs> they were like nice. They were like, uh, you can see like ridges and like layers. Cause it's, mm-hmm. he's got like an all green torso almost. Cause he's got that vest. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see like uh horizontal lines going across it and stuff. I mean, compared to a decal figure, it looked okay, but I wasn't like super stoked with it. And I'm like, I don't think this is going to be the ultimate like solution for us to get out of decaling. Yeah. Yeah. But then I don't remember what oh, brick world it was, but um, I think it was when citizen brick was first getting started and I saw his stuff and I'm like, Oh, this is like how Lego does it. You know, I'm like this, if this is what's going to be like the new normal, then I'm not going to be able to do decals anymore. Cause it just, the, the pad printing looks so much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it's fresh from Lego. I'm like, so this citizen brick dude who's doing this pad printing like he's gonna be really hard to compete with and i looked into starting to pad print and it is so complicated and time consuming and there's not a lot of information out there on how to get I was started gonna say, it, there's there's not enough information nowadays i can only imagine back then what would be available yeah yeah before uh youtube was really big and stuff yeah but uh, so I saw Joe's stuff and uh, I loved it. And I loved his style because his style is kind of, kind of similar to Lego with like the thicker lines. Yeah, yeah. It's just cohesive and, with it. Yeah. Yeah. From the beginning, I loved his stuff. And I'm like, if I could work with this guy, because we have like similar styles of like keeping it kind of simple. And uh, I'm like, if I could work with this dude and he could pad print our stuff, then it'd be like the best of both worlds, you know? Mm -hmm. And I talked to him and we kind of hit it off and uh, he started printing for us and that was 2013 or something. Nice. What was the Uh, first long time ago? Uh, The first one he did for us was he actually printed some uh, balaclava heads. Oh yeah. Yellow flesh behind. And uh, he made quite a few for us but i think uh those went really well because back then we did like there weren't wasn't a lot of people doing military there was um brick arms have been out for a while already but there weren't a lot of customizers doing military right and i'm not like a big military guy i don't know like the only guns i know are guns that have been in like call of duty you know (laughs) sure 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 so um i i don't know like what kind of pouches to have on what torsos it was just like I made a couple of World War II guys and I made these like special operation guys and they did really well at the shows and stuff. And Joe printed these balaclava heads for me and uh, they, they went really well with all the brick arms and stuff. And that was the first thing he ever did for us. Nice. So did you continue to do cons once you had Citizen Brick uh, printed products or did that kind of fade out? Um, no, we did because we did, uh, I think our biggest show... I think we did shows in 2014 and 2015 and Joe had been printing for us for a couple of years. Cause I remember that show we had like our citizen brick printed Mario's and we had our anchor men 
and we had our Game of Thrones guys and Citizen Brick printed all that stuff for us. Right. And uh, um, we had we had really good shows those uh, couple years. And then I got more busy with work, mm. and I kind of like phased back because doing like going to a show is fun and tiring. But if you're like vending at a show and staying behind the <laughs> yeah, table yeah, for yeah. eleven hours a day, it's <laughs> exhausting especially after like three days of it and so um we kind of like phased out doing that and like i was busy selling stuff on amazon and stuff so uh yeah you weren't relying on it yeah all right makes sense now before we uh head into the new age of mini bigs with printing your own stuff um what was one of your favorite uh decaled figures that you had made um I probably liked the Dark Knight Joker the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was kind of like a fun design. It was kind of like unique, you know? Yep. And uh, the only thing I didn't like about making that was um, we used like the Anakin style hair mm-hmm. from that era and we had to paint them all. So we had to paint them all like green. And so yeah. that was that was that, that's another tedious process on top of <laughs> yeah. uh, all the decaling. Yeah, so I like made these posts to like stand them all up, and I would try and do as many as I could in like one spring and stuff, mm. and uh, in my garage. But uh, that was that was a really cool figure. People really liked that one, and when there's like a really good fan reception of something, it it makes it more fun to make, you know. Totally. And I think it's really cool that you've kind of gone back to those old designs now and made like just re up them with uh, oh, yeah. with your new printing abilities. So, yeah, I think I would like to do uh, maybe one or two of those a year, like revisiting old designs. Yeah, um, I think the, people really like that stuff, it seems like. Yeah, and it definitely has a space because even though they're simplistic and not like what is the current. Um, I wouldn't say trend, but just the current expected style. Mm -hmm. Like they still are a really unique piece and just, especially for people who've been around invoke the nostalgia of like back in those days, but they they work as a standalone piece. They're really good. I was looking through and um, the comedian was definitely one that caught my eye. That'd be pretty neat to have uh, (laughs) redone. Yeah, that one was, uh, that, that was pretty fun. I remember I used like, that was fun to kind of like plan and stuff. Cause we ended up using, I think it was brick forge had those shoulder pieces. Yeah. I think it, it looks like a brick forge piece to me. Yeah. And we had um, a special, it's called an Alps printer. And I guess uh, decal decalers use them and it lets you print. It prints like from a ribbon and it's not ink. Oh. So it allows you to print like metallic and white on top of like a decal huh is um i think they still use them but they're like it's like an old technology you know and they don't make them anymore so i think they're kind of it's like a coveted piece of machinery because you can print like some like real cool stuff on decals that that's interesting Um, because the comedian had um like silver stuff on his shoulder pads and so we could print in silver and still use the decal process, and it turned out it turned out pretty cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect it. Like you could kind of see the silver, but I wasn't expecting that it was actually um, necessarily like a difficult feature to acquire with the technology oh, yeah. at the time. 
that's that's really sweet. Yeah, thanks. So now moving on into the it really I, I I don't know if it's a golden era is the proper word, but you're really really coming into your own now with your own printer. Um, what what happened that you finally came back around uh, to the thought of printing for yourself? Um, well, we worked with Joe for it wasn't ten years. It was eight years or something. He printed for us, so it, we've it's a been bit. a while. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a while. And as you know, like Citizen Brick, year after year, gets more and more popular. Yep. And when we first started, I'm like, hey. popular every year. Yeah. And when we first started, I'm like, hey, Joe, can you print this for me? Can you print that for me? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, uh, give the art to me and get it done within a month or something. And sometimes it was like a couple of weeks. And I'd be like, oh, Joe, I need a reprint of this. And he'd be like, okay, blah, blah. like a month or two at the, the most. The good old days. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I could really churn stuff out. But uh, as he's gotten more popular, it ended up being like three things a year and then two things a year. And it like really started to slow down. The figures I think have gotten better and better and better, which is awesome. But he's so busy now. Um, It was getting really hard for him to like squeeze in uh, new projects. Mm -hmm. And I have like a list of 200 things on my phone of like stuff I want to make. Oh you my know? gosh. <laughs> and so every, whenever Joe had like a window, I'd be like, Oh, what am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. And I'd talk to a couple friends and look at this giant list of mine, trying to like find out like what's next, you know? And uh, what, what could look really cool and what could like grab audiences. And uh, there was, there's no like multi-figure designs anymore. I can't do like another game of Thrones with Joe where there's like five figures. Like that's mm. not going to happen. So it's got to be like a standalone figure. That's cool. It's got to meet these criteria. Yeah. And uh, he did some really amazing stuff for us. And I'm really grateful for all the stuff he was able to to work on over the years. Yeah. But it I got mean, to the point where it was like, I want to make this, I want to make this, I want to make this. And I'm not a super huge fan of UV. Um, I like the pad printed look. And uh so that was like my only option and I decided to look into it again and I was in a place financially where I could make that initial investment because mm. it's, it's the, all the equipment is pretty expensive. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I was able to dive in and uh, feet first and I started running with it and here I am awesome. sweating away in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're doing your, you've got it all. Cause I know there's, you want to, it's not just, you know, cranking the machine, putting ink on stuff. Like you got to make the plates and do all that extra stuff. So you're able to work all of that in-house. Yeah. That was like, actually one of my goals was, um, first I'm like, Oh, I got to go big. I got to get four color printer. Mm. And then I'm like, Oh, these weigh 800 pounds. Like that's not going to work. I'm but, not carrying yeah. that down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, the that's not going down the basement. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, what are my options? And uh, and then I found out they're like, oh, they're $18,000. Like, okay, like wow. I'm, I'm willing to jump in, but not like that. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so a bold, uh, bold move. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I found out you could do like the the manual ones. 
um, like one collar, just manual, like, um, like you put the plate on and there's the cup, just like the, the pneumatic ones, except mm-hmm. you like crank it with your arm, you know? So I'm like, Oh, I'll start with that and like learn, um, learn the basics. Now what we started with, that's what we started with. And, uh, I was able to do everything from home, um, which I'm still doing. And, uh, it's yeah. actually really nice being able to work like doing this the side job from home and not having to go to a shop you know yeah if i have an hour or two hours i can just like go work on it whenever i want and then come up for dinner you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gives you a lot of freedom that is great yeah it really does so are you still working off of that um just hand crank printer that started oh no i i got that in um may and then i ended up getting a uh like one that works off of uh an air compressor oh you know? okay sure um i got one of the fancier ones in the summertime is that a, like a um, two think, color one um no it's still one color one okay um i got uh the one color there's like a big jump in weight even because the one color one is like a hundred and something pounds and then the two color one i had to have on a stand Mm. And so it like jumped up to 300 pounds. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to get the small one to start. You know, mm-hmm. I can always get like the bigger, better one at some other point. Is it difficult to work with um, doing one like layer or color at a time or you kind of growing used to that sort of system? Um, I'm, I, I just, I don't know any different. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I see videos and it's like, boom, 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 boom. Like, Oh, five color prints done. Like that's, it's that like must be must nice, be nice yeah. but uh i'm all right <laughs> yeah. yeah it's basically the same exact process except um after i do one color on one piece i have to take it off and put on another piece you know mm-hmm. and i like do a hundred pieces of the white but you have to load it and unload each time as all opposed right. to loading it once and it getting hit five times and being completely finished gotcha yeah, yeah so it's like that. It takes a lot longer just for the loading and unloading of every piece. But um, I was thinking about it today, and it's kind of nice because after it, like, stamps the white, you can inspect it mm. and, like, make sure that white layer is perfect because you're taking it off and, like, visually looking at it, you know, before right. it jumps to the next color. So, like, it lets you keep, like, a really good uh, view and the process of like a piece, even if it's like four or five colors, you can see every color and make sure it's lined up perfectly. And yeah, I'm um, working with a lot less rejects then hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great. So man, I, you mentioned already, you have 200 uh, page list of ideas, but uh, I'm curious yeah. where you sort of gather your inspiration from on uh, the projects you're going to tackle next. Uh. Sometimes it gets me in trouble, but I kind of just do the stuff I feel like doing like at that time, which <laughs> business wise isn't like a great idea. Um, I respect you that though. Up, <laughs> <laughs> you got to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So sometimes I'll be like, Ooh, I love Joe Dirt. Like this year I've watched it five <laughs> times. It's hilarious. I love this part. I love that part. I'm like, and I'm like thinking in my head, oh, what can Joe Dirt look like? Like what, what costume is he going to be wearing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the ball starts rolling and I got everything planned out. And then I sit back and be like, am I going to be able to sell 300 Joe Dirts? Like, 
I'm already past the how, point. How big is like, the Joe Dirt fan base in like a community? <laughs> like, yeah. I hope it's really big. But uh, <laughs> I kind of like go down once the ball starts rolling, and you like get into it, and you get excited about a project. Yeah, there's no stopping uh, that. Yeah, you just kind of like got to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of just pick stuff that I like um, because it's fun to work on. You know, like yeah. if I'm doing um, a figure and it's going to take me 20 hours start to finish, um, I'd rather be working on something that I like, you know, than as opposed to a character from Star Wars that I don't really know mm-hmm. and I don't really care about that much. Like, I'd rather do Joe Dirt. Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, I mean, you just got to hope that uh, there's just a bunch more people out you with a similar sensibility. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just hope. So in the past, you had, yeah, in the past with some of the commissions you've done with, uh, with Citizen Brick, you had some political figures. Is that something you'd think you'd like a topic or theme you'd revisit again? Or are you, is that kind of going to stay in the past? Uh, I would revisit it again, but the way it shook out in like 2016, it was like, the it was hillary clinton versus trump right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'm like oh that'd be like funny to do a trump you know because the dude's not gonna win and he's such <laughs> such a character and like that would be fun like the hillary clinton one's like not nearly as fun and uh i'm like but she's gonna win so i'm just gonna do a run of like 200 of each or whatever mm-hmm. um i'll probably be stuck with these uh the trumps possibly because when hillary wins nobody like, at least that. she'll yeah. be president yeah. yeah she'll be president and somebody will buy the rest of them it won't be a big deal so so trump wins <laughs> and the trump figure like blows up because the people who it's kind of like a caricature drawing mm-hmm. of him yeah it, it, and, it really uh, captures it well honestly yeah so the people who hate him love it because he's got a goofy look on his face and the people that love him love it because it's trump yeah. So it ended up selling like really well. We sold like 800 or something of the oh original design. And uh, it didn't even have a custom torso. It was really just a custom head. Yeah, it's just a head, right. Yeah, and it was oh on gosh. a like a Lego suit. Mm-hmm. And I like couldn't get the suits anymore. So I'm like, oh, I guess this is over. And they were selling so well. I call, I we did it in like the... What color? it's like flesh i think it's called it's like the hot doggy color yeah now the lego switched up the things but yeah now i think that one's just flesh okay yeah so we originally did it in that color and they sold like fast mm-hmm. like because i we were selling stuff on amazon then too and so it like blew up and we sold like a ton of them i'd call joe and be like dude, can you print me more of these, please? And he pr- did like another run of like 200 and I got the torsos together. And, and by the time you got them, they were um, sold out again. That's Yeah, and they're, yeah, they're selling like crazy. And then I called Joe, I'm like, Joe, I need another reprint. And he's like, I'm out of flesh. Like I wow. can do it on light flesh. I'm like, okay. And so he printed like the next run was on light flesh. And uh, so there's, if you look at the old Sizzden Brick printed ones, there'll be like different color heads. Mm-hmm. and uh um i think the most of them were the flesh color but there were some light flesh ones yeah and uh yeah so that they they sold like really well and uh they kind of like ran its course a little bit and then joe actually made a v2 version for it so there's like 
uh, a version where Joe actually did the artwork. Uh, originally, my friend Myron had done the artwork for like the first run. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So there's two different like yeah. mini big trumps. There's yeah, the, and then that one original had the, uh, custom suit. Right. Yeah. With like the the too long of a tie and stuff. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joe, Joe did do a super good job. Right. And so that sold really well. And uh, I think I'm. I mean, I would do it again, but it's kind of like I'm kind of. If it's fitting, if it's fitting for the times. Yeah, and everything has gotten so edgy for uh, mm. politics lately. It's mm-hmm, kind of like mm-hmm. it's a hard. Whenever thing to I would, put. yeah, whenever I would post it or like repost it, there'd be like arguments in the comments and shit. I'm like, ugh, I'm like I, I might be done with this. There's sure. too much drama for a uh, for a Lego figure, you know. Yep. Yep. You know, now that you have um, your own printer, do you think you'll uh, make some custom Biggie legs? No, I really... <laughs> That's probably the question I get the most, especially in our uh, chat group. Yeah. Whenever I'm coming out with a new product, it's like, oh, Biggie legs, Biggie legs, Biggie legs. <laughs> and like, I'll never live it down that I use like Lego brand legs with Biggie. Um, yeah, I, w- I would love to do. I would love to do some like uh, Timberland boots. Oh yeah, cool. you know I, I I just wanted to do this to poke fun, but yeah, he totally w- would have the Tims. That would be perfect. Yeah, that'd be, nobody's really done that yet. Either, Not at all. So that would that would be really fun, dude. You actually really should do that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> especially Scott. Whenever I've got anything brand new, Scott's like legs. Where are the legs? <laughs> I need legs with shoes. Where are the sh- where are the Nike shoes? Like uh, like every time I like post anything. I still want to see some Vans. Oh my gosh, man. Because I think Joe's only really tackled like Adidas. Like it's just got the basic stripes. Like there's there's a lot of room to make. Um, some yeah, cool he shoes. did. Um, it seems like he's done Adidas like five times or something. He did a <laughs> Nike recently with. Uh, right. The mags. For, the dreams, um, dreams. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Those came out nice. And uh, Joe Dirt had Reeboks. But they're oh, kind of that's like true. That is true. Low profile kind of Reeboks. Like if you don't know what Reeboks look like, you wouldn't really know what kind of shoe it was you know mm-hmm. but yeah i would love to do like <clears throat> i'd love to do some fans and like using timberlands and oh my god um, what if you made crocs yeah yeah that'd be really good that just came to me and then it would just show i guess the uh the leg color underneath Ooh, if the holes yeah, yeah that'd be fun hmm that's a free yeah book. there's so many you're possibilities welcome. you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a free pair when I make my. Hey, I'll uh, take it. I'll legs. take what I could get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, I've learned that uh, legs and shoe patterns are incredibly difficult and very, very time-consuming to print. Yeah, so because what? they're printed on like multiple sides, and everything's got to line up. Oh, the alignment. And, yeah. Uh, I did shoes for uh, David from Shit's Creek. Yep, but. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like an easy version because he's got like black pants and black shoes. So it's kind of Yeah, easier. you just needed the white print, right? Yeah, so they, they turned out okay. But um, mm-hmm. I, it's like something I like really want to dabble with and like learn how to do really well. Yeah, no, there's, be, a, there's a lot of potential fun. there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it kind of just shows how, how thirsty everyone is for shoes. Because even uh, David from Shits Creek, everyone was like, yo, good shoes, good shoes, we need it. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, and those are, uh, those are what, what kind of shoes were they? Oh, the, those are the Converse, which 
uh, Citizen Brick has already done Converse, and people were still super thirsty for it. Which figure did he make Converse for? Was it uh, um, the... Smokey? Oh, from uh, oh, from yeah, the Friday okay. set. Oh, okay. He had Converse, and uh, I never realized those are actually Converse. I just thought they were uh, shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. And that uh, Kurt Cobain, it's got uh, Converse. Those just came out recently. That's true. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I never really just. I just see those ones as just plain shoe. It's <laughs> right. If he had the yeah, high tops and got like the circle, like the branding, those would be pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. So, how do you feel about um, taking on commissions? I'd like I like to say that I took your uh, commission virginity with some mm. um, obscure, uh, should we say, <laughs> uh, abstract mushrooms. Some yeah. might say, some might call it that. Um, yeah. And I think that was that was a very fitting first commission. But you've also recently started doing commissions with Dames Drops, who mm-hmm. uh, maybe, I, I don't really know much about him, but he's a huge uh, internet personality. Maybe you could describe how that came about. Yeah, actually, I didn't know him either. And I had never heard of him before. Uh, but uh, I he can't remember i i made something and posted about it and uh he commented on it and he just came out of nowhere and asked me if i did commissions i'm like oh who's this dude and i was like oh he's like very he had like the check mark by his name and i was like oh mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. like who's this dude you know yeah and i looked him up on instagram quick. yeah and he had like a ton of followers on instagram and i told my son i'm like oh do you know this dude named dame drops and he's like, uh, yeah, I've been watching his videos since I was like 12 years old. And I'm like, what? No way. Yeah. And he, I guess he was on, he's like even way bigger on YouTube. He's got like millions of followers. Really? I was like, holy shit. Like, I had no idea. Like my, my kid knew who he was and I had like no clue. And, uh, so yeah, he does like food YouTube. reviews. Check that. Yeah. He's like really, really big. So yeah, he approached me and was like, yeah, I want to do something for, uh, something kind of unique and uh um he had um some figures made by another customizer it's all coming uh, together now i didn't know it it was this guy just like looking through his instagram page like it didn't mm -hmm. click but on youtube i've totally seen his videos before this is crazy oh yeah? yeah yeah it's all coming together now wow yeah it's pretty neat yeah that is and, awesome uh, man. Yeah, so he approached me and was like, yeah, I want to get some stuff done. And I'm like, he had already, like, done a couple of just, like, himself, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, different uh, – with another customizer just wearing, like, different outfits or whatever. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to do it because it might be kind of boring to just do another figure of this guy, you know. Sure. And then uh, he wanted to do it around Halloween. I'm like, well, it might be kind of cool if you, like – do a zombie version of yourself and he was like super down with it he's like oh absolutely like that's a super good idea that's perfect and um uh my good friend you know mike McHugh, of course um, yeah this is in order so i asked him if he could uh draw something up maybe like a zombified version of his head and he like drew it up and it looked great and dame loved it and it worked out really well yeah, that that is really awesome. And I mean, yeah. rest is history kind of deal. You made a two pack recently, which I think is for his like tour or something. Yeah, he's going on like a food tour with like another uh, big YouTuber. Mm-hmm. 
And so I made like a two figure pack of him and his uh, friend he's going on tour with. Yeah, and uh, Mike really Mike cool. did the art for that one too, and uh, it was fun. I did like a little uh, unique packaging for it, and he's going to sell it mm-hmm. with his um, with his other stuff. Like when he sells like t shirts and stuff on his tour, he's going to have these yeah, just minifigures, like which stand. is pretty fun. Yeah, that is really cool. Shout out to Mike again, legendary, legendary yeah, artist. He, he's he's great. He's done um quite a few projects and he's working on a few projects for us and everything he does he sends me and it's just blown away it's, mm-hmm. it's always good mm-hmm. he's done so many stickers for people at this point you gotta it's like you could start oh. a, your own collection of just mike's work it's crazy oh yeah for sure he um he did stickers he, 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 for i almost forgot Bert. he made my bricks and banter logo i almost forgot about that yeah oh, wow. i told Jeez. him up real quick about it uh because at the for the first couple episodes, I just had like this random one that I got off the internet, like from a generator. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, I mean, I'm trying to get a little more serious about this. I'd like to have something that's um, like not in 480p. <laughs> like, <laughs> would you draw something up? And uh, of course I'll pay you. Uh, I know you can handle it really well. And he drew it up and he added like the studs to the side to make it like bricks. And it's just totally something I wouldn't have thought of. And it, it's perfect. It's perfect for the podcast. That's really neat. Is that like the neon? Yeah. The, yep. The like neon the sign. Neon yep. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's really cool. Just wrapping up on the commissions conversation. Um, obviously you've had a lot of success with dames and of course my commission, which was your favorite. You don't have to say anything. Yeah, it was. Um, it was my favorite. <laughs> um, is that something you could see yourself doing more in the future? Uh, of course, if the project is something you're interested in, because um, as we know, sits and bricks kind of been stopping there is because, it's just such a time consuming and difficult uh, thing to work on when you're trying to grow your business um, and do your own projects. Yeah. Um, yeah. When they are phasing out, I think the last, last few he did for us was, is going to be the last one, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, when he was talking about it, the, the last project me, he mentioned to me, like, are you sure you don't? Cause I was already printing. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Cause like, he's doing commission work for me and mm-hmm. I'm doing commission work for other people <laughs> at the same time. This is kind of <laughs> crazy, but um, he's like, you could just print this. Like, why don't you print it? I'm like, uh, like at that point I was like, well, you can like do it better, you know? Yeah. And he has like some techniques he wanted to try out on it. He like did that denim pattern Yeah, yeah. on the legs. And what stuff I've always appreciated with you guys collaborating is it's always pushed them to test something new. So like Biggie had just so many print uh, colors on the Kooji sweater. Um, yeah, Joe Dirt with the um, just really, really crazy, intricate denim work on the pants. Yeah, the denim work was actually kind of wild because I was just going to do jeans. And he's like, oh, what color legs are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to do like sand blue or whatever because he wears kind of like old acid wash type jeans in the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, I'm gonna let me let me try something. And he like sent me the artwork. It had this like crazy pattern on the legs. I'm like, dude, like what what is this? Like, <laughs> like are, can you print this or did you just like put it on? Are you there? just having fun? <laughs> like, are you trying to just visualize it or something? He's like, oh no, I'm gonna try something new and try and do this acid wash pattern. And I'm like, this, this is not gonna be able to do this. This is ridiculous. Like, it's just not something that's done with pad printing, really. Yeah, yeah. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I've got this new thing. I'm going to try this with the screen. I'm like, okay. And, and the I, mad lad did it. The mad lad did yeah, it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, sent me a picture. He's like, you think this looks good? And I'm like, uh, yeah. He's like, oh, so should I roll with it? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, his idea. And I, like, really didn't think he'd be able to do it. But he, like, nailed it. It looked amazing. Yeah, that was that was really incredible. So I'm glad I didn't try and save a few bucks and print it myself because that would not have happened. Mm. Anything close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think, was that my last job? I'm, I'm old. I can't even remember if that was my last job with him or not. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. There's been so many projects. I like lose track. Yeah, yeah. But I think that was probably our last one. And mm-hmm. uh, um, It's a good one to end on. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really cool. Um, but he's phasing it out and I think he, I don't think he's doing any anymore. Yeah. And I started printing and doing my own stuff and I did your amazing commission, which was my favorite, my favorite job. You're welcome. welcome. And, (laughs) and that was with my old, like Kerchunker printer too. Oh, okay. So sorry if the quality looking back is not the greatest, but no, no, no. no. It adds to the aesthetic of anything. (laughs) Yeah, it probably does with that design, yeah. <laughs> um, but that was really fun. And then I've done uh, a couple other. I did them for Dame and um, a couple other friends. I've printed stuff. And I do get messages like, oh, can you print this and this? I want this clone trooper. It's going to have three colors on the front, three on the back and legs and head and that. Like all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, this is going to cost you like – a lot that's like a, a tremendous amount of work like i don't even do this much work on my figures just because it's <laughs> yeah. a giant yeah. time suck like i don't want to work on this for like two months you know mm. and and then i was like thinking like oh now i kind of get it like <laughs> joe wants to work on his own stuff <laughs> and not be thinking about like whatever stupid new project i want to do i don't mm-hmm. he doesn't want to like consume all of his time and money and energy doing something that it's not even his you know yeah, I'm not even on um, that level of doing it like on a commercial basis, but doing commissions for modded brick arms and stuff like that. It just reached a point. It was uh, like just sucking the life out of anything else I wanted to create. Right. Yeah, it does. Because you have to put your own like creative juices on hold, you know, yeah. and do something else. So, and, but if it's like a smaller job, like your job, I just did a head for one of our friends and uh, uh, I don't think he's released it yet. So, oh, yeah, that sounds exciting. That sounds exciting. Yeah, but it was, that was fun. And like, I enjoy doing stuff for friends and people I know if it's like a smaller project. But um, if it's something I can do like in a day or in a weekend, like that's cool. But mm-hmm. I can't be working on something that's going to take 15 plates and like yeah. two months of my life. G- like, getting into I, like I, a I brand new business venture. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you can do it. Totally. There's too much stuff I want to do that's on my giant list, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the list, the 200 list is still expanding. <laughs> it, it really is, yeah. All right, almost wrapping up here. Um, there is one important question and a topic that must be addressed. Um, you are to blame for one of the greatest menaces in the Citizenburg community. Um, it's entirely your you fault. Be, you that, must be talking about Parker. Of course, of course. Okay. Who else could it be? <laughs> um, it is entirely your fault that this man owns the spring breaker set. Um, it's, it's a damn shame. Um, I, I don't know if I can forgive you. 
<laughs> That's a long, complicated story. <laughs> but unfortunately, the end is Parker getting the spring breaker set. But there's a lot, there's a lot of history there, and a lot hmm. of stuff that went down to to get to that point. But uh, um, it is missing a piece. It's missing yes. one little tiny Thankfully. piece. Thankfully, if I if I had that piece, I would have never sold it. Really, but since it was incomplete. If, was, if it was if it had the pink balaclava, you would have never sold it. I would have never sold it. Wow. Okay. But Joe, I, in fact, I was on like I didn't really want to sell it anyway. But that was like one of my my lean times where we didn't have like a lot of cash flow at the time. Mm. And I posted it. It was just like sitting on my bookshelf for a couple of years, and I posted a picture of it on Instagram. And this dude named Parker comes out of nowhere and is like, Hey, you want to sell this? And I'm like, no, no, not really. And then, uh, mind you, he's like he 13 like, at the time. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> perpetually 13. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And he like made me an offer and I'm like, dude, if you're serious, like, okay. But I asked, I asked, uh, Joe about it because Joe had kind of like sent it to me just mm. because he had like a couple extra in the shop or something. He's like, Hey, you want one of these? And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's cool. And so he sent me one. He goes, Oh, the only problem is, is I can't find the pink bottle that goes with it. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. That's cool. And the figures <laughs> in it were cool. You know, it's got like the Gucci in it. Right. Yep. Yep. An alien. Yep. No, those two figures are amazing. And so I was sitting on my shelf forever and then Parker made me an offer and I'm like, ah, Joe was not like Joe was on the hunt looking for that pink balaclava for me for a while. Hmm. And he was never able to find it. I mean, but it was a gift. So it was awesome regardless. Of course. Yeah. But, uh, I asked Joe if it was cool if I sold it and he was like, Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I'm selling to someone who's like real passionate in the community and he's going to love it. He's like, yeah, cool. That's cool. I'm like, all right. So, uh, didn't have that balaclava and Parker knew that when he bought it and uh, I decided to let it go. I didn't, that was like before, I mean, I was into citizen brick and I collected pretty much one of everything mm. because I worked with him all the time. So whenever he'd come out with something new, I'd usually pick it up. Totally. Yeah. But I wasn't like in the, the deep citizen brick community, you know, like you are now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now, yeah. Now I'm in, I'm in real deep. Um, Too deep. Yeah, so like Parker made me the offer, I couldn't refuse, and I was like, "All right, man." Mm. Yeah. So before we move into design or resign, there is a one last subject, a touchy subject, as you have just said. Um, Rumor has it that you have Action Abe. However, it is lost. It is lost in your garage with all the mountains of Lego. Um, (laughs) Are these are these rumors and allegations true? I don't know. I swear that I had an action Abe from way back in the day. I bought it at like brick world 2012 or something. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, this is cute. Whatever. And I bought it. And like, I had the original like tattoo enthusiast and like the biker dude. And I had all these things. And um, like when I would get back from a show, I would like put everything in a bin. I would have it all together. And it was just like something cool like in custom, it wasn't like, didn't realize it was going to be like the Holy grail of system brick. So I just like threw all the stuff like everywhere in my garage. And I got like bins and buckets of Lego and minifigure pieces and whatever. 
And so everyone's talking once I got like deeper in the community of Citizen Brick, everyone's talking about how crazy rare Action Abe is. I'm like, I think I have one of these somewhere. So I spent like an entire weekend going through all my old Lego crap. <laughs> and I found like some like really great Citizen. Like I found the original tattoo dude. I found that biker dude. I found like all kinds of stuff that I remembered having. Wow, you I had the one not... of the biker dudes too? Yeah. And you found that one? I didn't know. Yeah. That's awesome. And um, I couldn't find Action Abe. And uh, I found other stuff I know I had from the same convention. So I don't know if it's just still lost in my garage. I don't know if I gave it to my kid. I don't know if it was with something else I sold. I don't know if I, maybe I don't it's know. the Mandela effect. You just, there's no telling. Yeah, I have, I have no clue. And then I was thinking, like, maybe I dreamt that I had it. <laughs> and then I have, like, nightmares where I find it, but it's all scratched up. It's, it's like, a whole thing. So maybe someday. Maybe, when maybe I'm one 65, day you'll be reunited. Yeah. Someday I'll find it. And uh, maybe by then nobody will care. But I don't, I don't know. You, you'll care. Well, hopefully it turns up. Yeah. Yeah. Wishing you luck. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Did you keep the biker figure? I didn't realize you had one of those, too. Um, I think, I think I sold that one a few years ago. I mean, I know I definitely don't have it uh, anymore. I think I sold it with some of my like older citizen brick stuff. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it's like one of those things where somebody makes you an offer and it's kind of like, is this little piece of plastic worth, Re- worth that much? Me? Yeah. Is it totally. worth me holding on to this or would I rather have? Yeah, yeah. X amount of money, like in my hand, you know. Yeah, it's and it's some, it's crazy some stuff. I just have to let go after yep. a while. And, yeah, and these other people will enjoy it more than I will, probably. You know, especially if they're coughing up that much for it, they they certainly yeah. must want it. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely passionate about it. So mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I feel better like paying bills and making someone else happy at the same time. You know. Yeah. No, you got to know uh, it went to a good home. Yeah, that's yeah, the only way I can sleep at night, knowing some of the things I've traded to people. <laughs> I, oh, make, I can't I, imagine. I go through the mental recap, and I'm like, "At least it went to Derek. It's okay. It went to Dash. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, most of these people still have all this stuff. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Like, at least yeah. I'll know Parker will probably have Sprinkle Rickers like forever. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not like he flipped it and sold it. So I'd feel way worse. But I yeah. know he like cherishes it, so that makes me feel a little better. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it it all comes around. Sometimes you're gonna come up on a piece that you know they let go of just because they know you'll cherish it. So it all comes all right. back around. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, that's definitely happened. Yeah, the community is the community is great. Yeah, and uh, totally. Even something that happened that blew my mind was I print I printed Anchorman. Citizen Brick printed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd printed like the like the dark red version, like the burgundy version. And then I made some gold ones and I made some blue ones. They're all like 70s style, like colors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I didn't I didn't hold on to that. I had the other colors. I never had blue. And I mentioned it like at the bottom of an Instagram post a few years ago. And one day I just got a package and it just said it was from, I think the guy's name was Nick. 
something. I didn't mm. recognize his last name. There was a note in there saying like, oh, I hope you enjoy this or something. And it was the blue Anchorman. That's really lovely. It, yeah, I'd only Citizen printed probably 100 of them. And uh, he just read that I didn't have it for my collection. And he just sent it to me. I have no idea who this dude is. I like looked for him and like asked on uh, on like uh, social media trying to find this dude. And I have no idea who he is. He just sent it wow. to me because he knew I would enjoy it. It's just wild. That That is really amazing. Yeah, it was really, really cool. But I still feel bad because I, I don't know who he is. You can't, can't thank, thank him. you, you know. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> All right. We're at the end here. Final thing up is design or resign in a similar vein to copper drop. We're going to go through a list of some items that you might uh, want to design, make us make it into a product, make them Lego, or you're going to resign, pass on them. Okay. First up is Tupac. Since you've already had a biggie in your lineup, do you think you might create Tupac? Yeah, I would love to. I think uh, that'd be a really cool figure. Um, I know someone else has done it recently and uh, it was okay. And it was probably be in a similar style that I would want to do. So Mm -hmm. that's always kind of an issue. Like I don't mind making something that someone else has made, but I don't want it to look the same, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like if I was going to make a Tupac, like I can't make it like that person. I would have to make like a different version. Yeah. Like different outfit and try and best the, and it's got to be just something as good. new. Yeah, and it's got to be just as good or better. Otherwise, it's not really worth doing. Oh, hopefully know? better. Hopefully better. Hopefully. Um, so yeah, that 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 is on my list. That is definitely something I would like to do. Awesome. So next up, still keeping with the music genre, um, one of your commissions back then from Citizen Brick was uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Would you consider making Childish Gambino from the Because the Internet era? I would, I would really like to do that one. The only issue I would have with doing that one is Citizen Brick did the first one. So I mm. feel like, I mean, I mean, we did it, but Citizen Brick did it. You know, it was something we collaborated yeah. on. Yeah. So I might even feel a little weird uh, doing it by myself because the first one was so good. It's like one of my favorite figures of all time. So... And I feel like I would probably have a similar face, but I don't. Yeah, want to I think that's the style. really that's really the difficult yeah. part because the rest of the figure with the Hawaiian shirt doesn't really match much. But to Joe really captured the face really well. So yeah, yeah, I really liked well, it. Well, so. in in that he's clean shaven though, so there might oh, you he know. Is. Hey, hey, yeah, this is and coming like together. The, the other Gambino one had like a big smile on his face, and this one he's like yeah, he's very stern. Too. Yeah. This is huge. This is, a, this is we're breaking new ground. <laughs> I swear to you, though, if you make the Childish Gambino, I might have to be like, um, who is it? Uh, Geek Lover 40 with all the Spider-Man he bought. Um, yeah, please do. That's that awesome. is <laughs> sincerely one of my favorite albums. Um, that's really is what got me into hip hop and rap. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I'll so, do a special run of 40 different colors now. Oh, thank you. you yeah, I'll, I'll start saving. I'll start saving <laughs> and purchasing lube too, because this is going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough day when that comes around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and if you could manage to print the Hawaiian shirts, that's 
anybody's going to want um, a chance at those. Oh, yeah. Right, I'm writing all this down. All right, I got it. All right. Last up, this one was a fan submission, came in through the poll on Instagram. Don Draper from Mad Men or any other Mad Men characters? What are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was that was on my monster list at one point because the, the show is really good. I, I really enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. But when I'm like picking what figures I want to make and what I want to do, I try and think of like a unique look or something that will make this figure interesting as opposed to other things that other people have done or that Legos already made. Mm hmm. I'm thinking of Mad Men. I'm thinking like they're just dudes in suits. Yeah, they yeah they you really know? are just dudes in suits. <laughs> yeah, so like, how unique can I make this person's face versus versus that person's face? Even mm-hmm. though they're both wearing suits, so like, I don't just going to be like a dude in a suit, and I don't think it'll be like interesting enough. I don't think people will be able to look at it and be like, oh, that's Don Draper from Mad Men. Like, I don't. It's just I don't the guy going to happen, <laughs> right? Maybe you could give it sort of the uh, Donald Trump treatment where you just make the face and people could add their own suit or something like that. Oh, right. Yeah. Could be interesting. But the the second version of Trump, he had a suit on, which is boring. Yeah. You know, but his the the length of his tie was too long. Like it was in that like the meme or whatever Mm -hmm. with a piece Mm -hmm. of cellophane tape on it. Yeah. Like there was something that made it funny suit. Yeah, totally. yeah, it was like super unique, and you're like, oh, that's like when he screwed up his tie or whatever, and like that, that's funny. But if it's just like a bunch of dudes from the '50s wearing like perfect suits, it's probably too boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a real pleasure, Al. Thank you for coming on. Um, is there any final thoughts you have for the audience? Um, well, it's been great. Thanks for having me on. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I would like to thank everyone for supporting me really in the, my new venture. There's, uh, a lot of people that show me a ton of support and buy my products and encourage me to keep moving and keep trying even after I've kind of started printing my own stuff. And it is really, really nice. And, uh, I don't want to name a bunch of names, but you guys know who you are. (laughs) Totally. And uh, the amount of support I've gotten since I've printed my own stuff has been really amazing. And I'm really happy and I'm really excited to make a lot of cool stuff this year. So so it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun and I appreciate all of you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't just say it to be, um, to be kind or anything, but I'm very excited to see what you're going to do um, within the coming year because it's – Lots of great ideas on the table and your printed quality is only getting better and more ambitious, which is the most exciting part. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we uh, actually had talked about a couple military projects a few oh. months ago. Oh, and, I mean, uh, you do have the parts. You do have the parts. Yeah, the parts it's only are a matter here. of time. Only a matter yep. of time. I was uh, a little squeamish about it, but I've uh, learned a few more things since then. And I'm ready to come out with a... Uh, I know a lot of people already do military, but it was kind of a unique thing we came up with. So I'm excited. To yeah, it's a little, it's a little off the side, beaten path of like strict military. It's it's got something. It is, yeah. That, yeah, that uh, I am excited to see when you come out with those. Yeah, cool. Audience is just gonna have to stay tuned. Make sure to go follow Al on Instagram at Mini Bigs. 
Yeah. Oh, there's one other thing I want to say, Billy. Go, go ahead. Is your intro song for the yeah. podcast is so good. <laughs> I like was listening to it and I'm like, I'm like, where did like what song did he find this from? Like who is singing about uh bricks and stuff? I'm like, this is crazy. And I'm like, but it sounds like so amazing. I'm like, who do you steal this from? And then I you just... said that like your friends made it? Yeah, no, my uh my really good childhood friend, he uh he makes his own music. Um uh-huh. it's something he's been doing for a couple of years now. And he has a unique sort of style. Um, so I knew it'd be fitting for what I was looking for. Um, and dude, he just he knocked that out of his park. And the the female voice singing is his sister, who he kind of just roped into doing it, and she dude. just does um, in te- like amazing vocals. Um dude, it's amazing. It's I I seriously couldn't be uh couldn't be happier with the product. He uh he goes by Charlie underscore the nomad on Spotify if you want to stream his stuff. Really great guy. Uh and just some really cool tunes. It's only getting better. It's good stuff. That's really great. The uh uh the female vocalist in it I thought was someone from a band I used to listen to. Her like vocals sound like really similar and I'm like Dude, did he get this lady out? Like, that's impossible. Like, this is, she sounds so good. I'm like, this can't be this lady. It's like from a band called Wild Bell or something. Wild wow. Bells. I don't remember the name of that band, but her voice is like very similar. And it just it blew me away. It's, it's so good. I'll definitely get to check out Wild Bells, but I, yeah, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll also make sure to forward uh, <laughs> your praises to him. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's great. And that wraps up this episode of Bricks and Banner. Thank you all for listening. And thank you again, Al, for coming on. It was a really great time getting to talk with you. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or reposting it on your Instagram. Our Instagram page is bricks underscore and underscore banter. All the support and shares there really helped the podcast grow a lot. So thank you. I think that's it for this week. I hope you enjoy it again. Make sure to come back next episode as I talk with Gideon, aka Angry Stash.